Hello, hello, welcome to Sam and Carl Talk Movies. And this is Sam, and I'm Carl, and we're going to talk movies. Yeah, specifically Good. The Flash. The Flash, the long awaited DC. Something that yeah. me and you have never been accused of being quick as a flash. No, um, no. Ironically, Barry Allen is always late for work as well, as we have in, in the in the yeah. opening scene. But it is good, good to know. Good to know that. So yeah, the Flash. Here we are. We're a little bit late with it, but you know, a lot of you, well, most people who are going to see it have seen it by now. We can also talk about that later as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what, what do we have? Do you want to start with some overall thoughts? Uh, I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Don't remember it in detail, which says mm. a lot, I think, about it as a film. Uh, mm. What I would say is that it was entertaining. Yeah, I'll give the overall Great. thing first, and then we'll go into more specific. Yeah, yeah. I think it was entertaining, uh, and Great. I thought it's a film that reminds me of when you're a kid and it's on in the afternoon. It's easy watching. You know, like when it's on TV, you can just pop it on. And I think it'll be one of those films that for years it'll just be on and people will watch it when it's on. Like it's one of those kind of things. But it's a family film, obviously, but there's more kind of like adulty humor bits in it as well. It seemed like the humor was harping back to the early 2000s a bit. It was just a bit, I thought it was disjointed. The story was a bit all over the place. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into all the plot holes because we could spend an entire hour talking about those plot holes, but it's... I thought the guy who played him, is it Ezra Miller, I think? Yeah. He was good. Like, I don't, I can't really say he was bad, or, and I think he's obviously quite a charismatic guy and got something about him, but overall, there was something missing from the film. I can't, like... I can't even put my finger on it, but, the, like, the plot holes aside, everything else, there's something about it where I was kind of like, I left there thinking that could have been a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah, because obviously it was being I, pumped up for a long time about being amazing, even from James Gunn, and it it is good. It is good. It is entertaining. I mean, if you if you look at a lot of the DC films, aren't like a lot of them just fail, failed at what they were trying to do. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. This this I thought is is. It's among the best of them, but it hasn't got much competition. It's not like the first or the second best. I think The Man of Steel, I liked. The first Wonder Woman is a good film, and parts of the second cut of the Justice League and little oh, bits of Batman versus Superman. But overall, I think it, it hasn't been a great 10 years. Uh, and this it is, is it, yeah, it wasn't what I thought. The trailer, I watched the first trailer and loved it. Um, it, was, it wasn't quite what I thought it would be. But I guess that's good. But I think the main thing is the plot was good, like going back in time and trying to fuck with stuff. It's kind of kind of good, but it, there was just so much more. It was so much more convoluted and so much more going on than, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it than than there needed to be as well. I think it could have probably had half an hour cut off it and dropped a couple of Easy. the side yeah. side stories. I don't think we needed yeah. the 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 romance side of it or the date all that stuff. I think just. It was funny. Yeah, it I was funny that... in a lot of places, but it was just there's so much. It's like overload. I, I thought that romance thing was kind of like because a superhero has to have a romance thing. It wasn't. There was no real. Uh, there was no investment in that. Like there was no. Like you knew that she thought that he thought she was hot, 
Yeah. And that was kind of it. Like there was no, and they met each other a couple of times. And at the end, she's like, oh, are you going to take me out or what? And it's like, oh, come on. Like the, that could have been done so much better. Um, yeah, and th- there's a big, there's a big talk, a lot of talk about some of the CGI being bad. Now, the director has said some of it's deliberately bad. I don't know how true that is, but interestingly, there was a, a guy that did some effects on it. Said no, the, the reason that might have been a bit of a choice, but the reason about overall why the effects in the film were bad is because the way studios hire these companies now they're given basically they hire them per shot. So they, if they say there's two thousand shots you need to work on. They pay per shot, and it doesn't matter how long it needs to take per shot. They need it done in a certain time. So they, they, it's less quality because they have to just get it done. If you've only got 12 hours to work on one thing, you've only got 12 hours to work on it. If it takes 16, 24, you're not working on it anymore. So the, a lot of it's just being thrown in. Yeah. I mean, like, there's – I don't I mean, I mean, don't know what we're going to do about spoilers in this one, but, like, there's a certain scene towards the end. Uh, that's yeah, I think we should avoid – we should, have, we should avoid – we should avoid major spoilers. A lot of stuff is out online now, but um, yeah, I there's mean, still a chance to. Get... But that, but that sequence towards the end, where all the timelines kind of tripping on each right. other and whatnot. The when they were showing all the other multiverse kind of like versions of certain characters, I thought the CGI then was bad. It seemed like they kind of cobbled that together a, a lot, and then. The little twist at the end for the guy <sighs> didn't like it, didn't make any sense. The, the time isn't linear, right, apparently, and all this, that, and the other. I understand that. But if they're on the same timeline, how can this guy be there when... Yeah. Well, they, I, it's, it's, I think... I think it, but... Yeah, I think, it, I think it's more complicated. They, I think you can... It is it is complicated, and there is stuff at the end that doesn't make it doesn't make sense in terms of the story as well. What happened right at the end? Because it, it's like you spent the whole film learning something, and what we knew the lesson is like don't don't fuck about, and then and then you, you do you do to your own benefit in one way, and in another way you you've done it again. Yeah. But you, it made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, from a story point of view, yeah, it was that... a fun. No, it's a fun aside, and they could have done it in a different way. I think of just had like, just had, they could have done done him, this person, this this actor, whatever, in a different way. And it was clumsy when you had like it's everywhere. But there were timelines gliding towards the end, like you said, and it, a lot of that was done really clumsily. And we should, I think, what we should do in a couple of weeks is just spend like five minutes doing a spoiler thing. Yeah. Like just yeah, do five fine. minutes about, and we'll talk in detail about some of this. I agree with you. The CGI looked bad, and there's one bit which I love to see because it's been something that's been talked about for a long time. And you probably you like the fact that that person was in it, yeah. right? But but exactly they did, yeah. and apparently they got the actor in, and he was in there. It wasn't just drawn, but they made yeah. it look so bad. Yeah, that's what got me. Is it? It looked. I don't know how to. It looked like a computer game version of that person. And yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of that computer game. There's a lot of it. Years ago, fifteen years. There's ago. a lot. There's a lot of that in terms of the effects. Now, what the director said, and I quite like the director. He's done some good stuff. What <clears throat> What he said is it when he's running, Andy Mach, <laughs> Andy Machete, I think. Uh, yeah, Andy Machete. Machete. He's done the. He's done. He's done the two new It films, which you wouldn't have seen. 
uh, and he's done a couple of other things as well. But I think he, I think he's got a lot of good ideas. But who knows? I think the plot was too convoluted. That that, that silly thing at the end where they've learnt the lesson. You've learnt the big lesson in a big way, oh. and you've caused all this, all this trouble that you've caught. Think about all the death and destruction and all that that has happened because of what you've done, and then you don't learn the lesson. You you literally did something that was going to destroy the earth, and then you make another choice down the same. It's baffling to me entirely. And here's the other thing as well that really got me about all that is that you've just had this scene where he's learned his lesson. And again, mm. we can't go too much into spoilers, but there's a it's a highly emotional yeah. scene. And what I will say is. It was really well acted by Ezra Miller. It was really well done, that scene. You, it was heartfelt. It was like, it was believable. I, I, it was the story. To be. And then, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what? It kind of, und- it kind of feels like, like, um, it, it feels like it undoes some of it. And I think the core story was good, right? If they, if they had made it simpler and just gone, oh, you can have some time shit going on. But make it, yeah, you've got the family. I thought the family stuff was done really well. I thought when he's banter with himself was done really well. You know, they clearly yeah. got him acting both parts. I thought it was really well done. There were some really, obviously, like... Ezra Miller's playing himself in two different versions of the multiverse because we haven't actually said that, but... Like yeah, a younger he's... a younger version of himself yeah. as well. But, I mean, it's in the trailers. But, yeah, it, we should explain that. But I thought that was done really well. The banter, it was fun. Um, and obviously, we knew Keaton was coming into it. That's not a spoiler because he's in the trailer. By the um, way, great performance by Keaton. I absolutely love this. You got the cheese a bit like I'm Batman, but I love the, you know, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. There's a line from the first film as well from 89. Um, and there's a bit where he's sewing himself up in the mirror and he looks at himself in the mirror and he's got this grin. He's, he's, and he loves it. He's loving it. He's loving being back. Uh, so, yeah, I thought a lot of that was done well. Um, there were issues in terms of yeah, I mean, without plot holes, I guess. I mean, at one point, though, he is fighting like a he is fighting a Kryptonian soldier at one point, and I, you know, or you you're doing some cool stuff, mm. and I, I know you can only stun them. I think you can't kill them, but would it would little would what he did to this person uh, have knocked him out? I don't know, but I can kind of let it go. I can kind of let it go. I thought that that scene wasn't badly done. No, I, I don't thought, think it was bad done at all. I can let it go because it kind of looked cool, and you think, okay, yeah. it it was. It was just absurd, know. and it's a, it's a, it's a comic book film, and it is absurd, and the whole idea of superheroes is fucking absurd in general. I thought yeah. it's a ch- they're children's they're, the ch- they're children's movies. What we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think Michael Shannon as the bad guy was. There was no point in him being there. It was one of the worst villains I've ever seen in any. So, like, you're talking about the plotline and story, right? We didn't really have any insight into the villain whatsoever in this film. Well, I, I, I guess it. I guess it just assumes that we know who Zod is. We know, you know. Yeah, but we, we, we know. To, we know because we know. it's a different timeline. We need something it, else in it. It was covered up really quickly about what he had done as well, because obviously we know that we. It's not a spoiler that Supergirl is in this movie or a version of it. I thought that, that was quite a good version as well, and we know why. But it re- it's one line. It's like, oh, by the way, this happened. Then she's like, you fucking what? <laughs> then they're fighting. But... You what, though? I thought, um, I thought she was pretty good in it. I thought she that, was really that, good, actually. Yeah. And well. it, 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 
quite aligned, it seems, because James Gunn said when he does a Supergirl movie, it's going to be this messed up because everything she saw, because Superman got away when he was a baby, but she was 14 when she saw everyone get murdered in front of her. So she's going to be a bit messed up. So it, she does have a lot of that in her as well. So I, I don't know if they'll keep her in it. I don't know with all this timeline stuff. Who knows? We, yeah, we can't say too much more about that. But I thought she was really good. But I would like a bit more. I would like them to have used her a little bit better as well because she had a couple of really good yeah. scenes and then there's some fighting and then, you know, <laughs> won't say anything else. And then, and then it was like a bit of a... They basically consolidated the entire... Um, what was that film with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? Where they keep going back into the grand old day time travel thing. Live, die, repeat. Well, what well, called... Yeah, but it's also called like... Yeah, the, tomorrow. But they basically <laughs> crammed that into 15 minutes, that entire film. It was a lot. It, it was overstimulating, it was wasn't it? It was like... Yeah. By, by the way, there, in front of me, there was a, there was a what was like a 60-odd-year-old man, maybe a kid's granddad and a kid. And the the, the, old, the man was just leaving the kid in the cinema multiple times and coming back with two or three pints. And he was just like... Oh, yeah. The whole two and Don't a half hours. Don't blame <laughs> I, I mean, it was a I, film where... I enjoyed it. But in the same way, I did. I found parts of Black Adam really entertaining, but it's a terrible. <laughs> it's a pretty. Te it's a pretty terrible movie. Um, but I did like this a lot more than I liked something like Black Adam. I thought it was better, but it was just. So, it was so scatty. Was this film pre James Gunn era? Yeah, that everything still is like it, this okay, was shot like right. two or three years ago. Okay, so what gets me right about this is. If they want to look at success of decent movies, all they need to do is look at the Suicide Squad second film, right? Which flopped, it flopped commercially though, but that's mainly because of know. the pandemic and the way it was released and yeah, all that. Stuff. There was a lot of things, yeah. There was a lot of things involved as to why that wasn't going to succeed, but that will be a sleeper hit in somewhere or another, as in like yeah, people so will it's catch every, that film and it'll be remembered. A people love way, that movie, right? and I already I, I want to rewatch that already, but I think it's amazing. But in terms of like quality. You can see that having a more adult rating and having a more like we've seen this with the Batman films and stuff as well, like Christopher Nolan's version of the Batman films and everything else. When you have a more adult setting, these films become better. Now I know the Flash is different because the Flash is a character that really appeals to kids and they have to kind of like move that way. But I just thought well, I, I thought it was I thought there was to... a there, there were a lot of adult themes in this though, you know, it was a lot, it was quite it wasn't just a kid's film. It was quite dark, but I think it was just too scatty. It had too much in it. It was just like a mad soup. It didn't know, it didn't know what it wanted to be, I don't think. Yeah. And whereas if we compare this to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 uh, that we watched not long ago, that was dark, but also had like the kid thing in it as well, right? And, we and, and it was... Children. The, the humour was really good. Was it? Yeah, it knew exactly what it but is. We you, James Gunn's a good... A good, Definitely. a good filmmaker, and I don't know if the problem here. I mean, did he write it as well? I think he might have written it and directed it. Uh, director, no, it had yeah. three writers, so I, it's a problem with the script. Really, I like the ideas. I like a lot of the time stuff. I love the fact we got Keaton in. I like I, he's great in it. I mean, when he's introduced into it, I kind of knew, but it made it look like him look like someone else for a minute as well. But and they get him sitting down and being more of a scientist, like he was in the original film, because he figured out the Joker's chemical stuff in the original 89 film so it's great he sat down he sits down and explains you know time and all that stuff oh, that's not that much of a spoiler um no. but it, it was just 
he's yeah. funny, he's good. It, yeah, it leans on nostalgia, but it's it, it, so I do want to watch it again. And it, the reason is because I have already forgotten a lot of it, but I think there's just too much that could have just gone, or the scenes were too long, or there's you've got five different plot strands, just cut a couple of them off. You yeah, have the main it, one. It didn't know where it wanted to go. It was trying to appeal everything to everyone. Yeah. I thought the so like there was a bit at the beginning as well where and I can't really say much about spoilers here, but there's a whole thing where Tough. there's a whole sort of sub storyline at the beginning that just gets cut out. So like he's kind of like talking about how he's always called upon as the backup or whatever, and he goes and saves this building with the hostel with the kids falling out of the thing, which I thought was a great scene to start with. I thought I lo- I, lo- I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But then he's but then he's like you're thinking from that point forward that you're gonna see you're gonna see like um this thing where the flash is kind of like conflicted about who he is as a superhero maybe and where where his place is in the whole thing and you know all that kind of stuff and they just forget about that entirely like they quite literally do that scene he speaks to Bruce Wayne one time and then nothing about that again and it is Really, well, well, I think it. I think it was how used. They that together. I think it. I think that whole thing was used as a, uh, like, just a, like they do in James Bond sometimes, right? We have an opening action scene, and it's just like, oh, this is is this is a bit from the comic books where he's running around cleaning up, cleaning up mess and all that. But yeah, they don't really talk about it again. It's just we do this bit, and you think, oh, they're going to be in it a little bit more. I'm glad they're not because it's Flash's film, right? But then, yeah, yeah it's it. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff like that, and that is why I want to see it again. Just, just to, just to know, even I, though it'll annoy me. I, I think what happened is I think they had like three or four versions of this script, and then they kind of just went like this, and thought, well, that scene would be good. That scene would be good, and it was just like a, it was like a film of just, scenes rather than poor. It's a, probably yeah, poor, poor oversight from the studio, not, not. But I don't I think, think it was. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it is a terrible film. I think it is quite quite good. It's entertaining, but there's just there's so many problems with it that it makes it nowhere near as good as it could have been, and it's too confusing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's um, and like and at the beginning it is entertaining, but mm. very early on, the way he goes into the other timeline, he kind of gets smacked out of it by another character, and he kind of hinting that he's flying around different timelines during it you think oh this is the, the big bad but they deal with that too quickly at the end as well so oh by the way and then yeah and then then it's over and then you could have made that a more of a threat as well that should have been more prevalent yeah um, it was all just an excuse at the end like you know when they kind of explained what was going on there it was just an excuse to have another moment of drama in the film and it was but it was drama that wasn't necessarily needed and i think yeah yeah i i was highly confused um about that whole structure of the storyline but i think going back to the good bits there are some great action sequences it is yeah. funny there are undoubtedly yeah, good, funny in, in the some film. really good scenes in there for sure and that, that I think you put that down to Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton. Um, yeah. They get a lot of credit for that, for giving it some sort of 
humility or whatever, or, or groundedness. I think the scene uh, getting Supergirl, again, not giving too much weight, I thought that was a well-done scene. I thought that whole structure there was great. And then, like you say, they kind of didn't use her enough, and it was just a bit... It was just another add-on. So I think they, that should have been a more expanded part of it. It's it's hard to say, right? Because we, we were saying at the beginning of this whole thing, they, should, they could have cut half an hour off. But at the same time, they could have expanded another half an hour on the other things. That yeah, so maybe, maybe maybe that's wrong to say there. Maybe maybe it's just you just you just use more of the stuff that's really good and get rid of the, less of the stuff that's bad. I mean, that, that should make sense, right? I'm, it doesn't I'm flow. To how the guy that edited this movie is ever going to get a job ever again, um, and it, and and the fact is, it's going to be a, another flop for him, and it, it's just, I mean, because you you said just before, you, yeah, you know, whether or not there's an, a mood to tank it, and I think there was because a lot of reviews were bringing up things outside the film first, which I completely disagree with. You can have that as a separate article, um, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm just yeah, trying um, to, I'm just trying to find. Yeah, out I mean, obviously we can. We can talk about that a little bit in the fact that this film, I think, was pushed back a few times, wasn't it, on the release? Um, because Ezra Miller was under some sort of investigation for something. I don't even really know. I think he just had a bit of a drug moment and went a bit crazy. And I think that happens to you. I think there's actually. some mental health crazy. issues and, and drug issues. And yeah. I don't really know the details even. I don't think anyone does at the moment. So, you know, I'm not really going to get on his case, but obviously he's having a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> and he may and have been mean, making some bad flopped, decisions. Right? It's, it's flopped, right? So it's it's made 210 million for a 220 million budget, and that's not even included marketing, probably. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what it'd get to, but if it, even if it just tips over three, I mean, it'll be a surprise. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, Black Adam was similar budget and it made 393 which was three the whole reason the whole thing got canned was that performance and this one was supposed to not save it but make it kind of okay and it i I don't think it's to save it i I think it's probably worthy of earning a bit more i think there was a lot there were a lot of people that just didn't go to watch it because of because of the actor as well, I think a lot, a lot of that. Excellent. And then the, the the problem you get is word of mouth does make a difference. That's why there's always the second week box office and third week, and you see like X percent drop off. But this drops off a lot, and that's because a load of people see it and then tell their mates what's wrong with it, and it isn't that good. Yeah, I I also think it's a kids' film that they released at the wrong time. So they released it in the middle of June when kids are still at school and people are planning holidays and doing all this kind of stuff. Like it's it's not a good time to drop a film like this. It's a weird. Time for if they'd done it in the school holidays, I think you probably would have made a lot more money. And but, but they've got two more films, they've got two more films on the slate to get rid of as well this Blue Beetle and Aquaman, too. So I think that they've here's the thing, though, right? Blue Beetle, the advert we've both talked about this, that we've seen the trailer, it doesn't look a bat, it looks fun. And it, I it think it could, fun. it's different, could it something different? I think it would be good, but I do think it's also going to flop because of that as well. It's yeah. because. One also, people are a bit. Well, well, also, what one people are a bit sick of DC for lots of reasons, and this phase of it, and because you said, "Oh, we're rebooting it all in two years," so a lot of people go, "Well, why bother? Why get invested in this now?" I think Aquaman two is going to be one of the biggest flops of all time. Yes, I, I agree, and I, I think it would now. be more. It 
So I, I think Flash is flopping more than it should. I think it should perform a bit better. I think it's good enough to earn some more money. But I think Aquaman 2 will be a huge sack of shite. I think it's going to be dreadful. And I think Jason yeah. Momoa, I think, uh, is a guy that people like. But I don't think he's a guy that can bring in numbers, right? He's not a guy where you go, that's a Jason no, Momoa. I think, I'm going to I, go I, I think... I think they tried because he did really get big from like Game of Thrones or whatever. Then they made a Conan remake with him, didn't they? Which I never watched. I no, never sorry. watched it. But I heard that it didn't do too well. <laughs> so I think they've tried, they tried because it would be a good candidate. He would be a good candidate of someone you could maybe turn into a, a box office thing, but it hasn't so worked. So here's the thing, right? A film that we haven't talked about is Fast X, and Jason Momoa is the villain yeah. in that, right? And I went to see it. I'll hold my thoughts on Fast X because we are going to do an episode about that once you've got yeah, it in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get one out quickly. I'll, I'll watch it. Isn't that it's going to be... I'm just going to preface this with it's the worst film I've ever seen in my lifetime. Anyway. Well, I, I guarantee there's worse films that you've seen, but... No, 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 no. Like, when you consider budget and time spent and everything that's in this movie, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard nothing but bad things. Jason Momoa is the only bright thing in that movie. So, like, kind of going back to the point, he's a guy I think can be a star. Like, he can. He's got a lot of charisma, and if they let him do performances like he does in Fast X, I think he might. I think he'd actually be better as like a weird character actor. Actually, to be honest, like a, a guy that does a little. Yeah, I was going to. I, I was going to. Is it? Is it a bit of a comical villain? Villain in a way. A little bit, yeah, but it's also like be. you believe he's crazy enough to do what he's doing. Like it's, yeah, it's a well done performance in terms of an action film that does. Like you know, you're not expecting an Oscar winning performance, or anything. you're not expecting like a yeah, we don't a need Tom to Hanks crying and wobbling. Yeah. Lip, you know, you, you're not expecting that. But it's Momoa, like for me, the Aquaman thing. Go back to that. There's so many things that are wrong with that. Apparently, it's been filmed for a while, hasn't it? And they have been pushing that back and pushing it back and pushing it back. And Amber Heard nearly got recast. She didn't get recast. That is a fatal mistake. She is despised worldwide. And she's never going to have a comeback in her career because she's an absolute, you know, we, I mean, we could talk about the Johnny Depp troll for weeks on this podcast. But the, 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 the first Aquaman, I don't switch off films often. Black Adam and Aquaman have both switched off. And this is saying a lot about the DC films, right? And the originals, uh, the original Justice League, I switched off. I watched the Zack Snyder one, um, the cut. That was pretty good. I, I thought it was better than it could have been. But there's something about these DC movies where the scripts are so bad, they're just pushing them out because it's like a, a, a what's they call it, an IP, right? An intellectual property. They're just pushing out these IPs and going, well, they'll make money. Look what Batman did. Well, Batman did it because it had a good script and a good director and everything like and the, the new Batman, I know you liked it. I didn't like it, the one with... Um, but I watched it till the end. I thought it's there was a, a it's lot a, wrong it's, with it's a different. Well. It's a different take in it, and they are continuing to make those in like an extending universe. So, I mean, it made money. It made it money. Made money. It, 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 there was something enough, in, enough people went money. to see it, right? That it, it, yeah. it rung a bell. It, it did something, and it got good reviews, and people seemed to enjoy it. I just didn't like it for different reasons, but there is something inherently wrong with this DC movie verse whatever you want to call it something so deeply inherently wrong and i really hope i think it started with the early i think it started with the 
with the early ones, Zack Snyder always almost had it and then dropped the ball. Like yeah. Man of Steel, I really like. I rewatched it last year. It's a pretty good film, except the ending just drives me insane. Like the whole fight stuff. And then, then the bigger the bigger ball drop was Batman versus Superman. Why make that anyway? Just that give was... us Man of Steel two because that's what we want. There's there's a lot of that film that I like, and I have seen the extended version. Like it's way better. Explain some of the stuff a bit more. But it, it, I mean, the mother thing, the Martha thing, is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life in a in a movie. I can't remember. Like, wait, you're well, their mums have got the same name, and they're fighting. The Batman's about to kill Superman. It goes, mother, Martha, save Martha, and they've got the same name, like Martha Wade and Martha Kent. And he he drops the thing, goes, all right, <laughs> I'll go and save her. And then, when they're mortal enemies, they want to kill each other. Like, I mean, look, they had to find a thing, right? They had to, and that was it. Yeah, but it, it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. In the room when I've got it, I've got it. They're both called Martha. That's the. Well, also, I think Batman probably didn't I mean, know that. Balls. He probably didn't know that he, he would have had a mum because he's like just this weird alien. He's like, oh, you've got a mum. They could have made, made just more on that. I've got a family. I've lived here. I've grown up in Kansas or whatever. Yeah, it's, but it, they didn't it, do any of that. They just went, Martha, and he went, "All right, we'll stop fighting." I am, you know, for all the shits on DC, I am excited for the James Gunn over though. I think he's a very good filmmaker, but um, he's under a hell of a lot of pressure, and that's what that's why he's directing and writing and directing Superman Legacy because it's the first one. No, he's, Henry Cavill though, right? No, Henry Cavill, but it's going to be. Um, it's a. It's still a big. That film might not make loads of money, but it has to. But if it's good, then that starts to give. Because it's about getting faith back in the in the brand, isn't it? If that's really, it might make money. But even if it doesn't make a shitload and it's good, you, the studio needs to go. We've got to stick with this because we now we want to make four or five really good films, they and they will make. They they need to like Superman's never been that right. Superman's never been. An adult, kind well, of it, 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 it needs to do that. I think, I think the, the, some of the plot can be more adult, adult based, but it's difficult as well because a lot of people hated the dark Cavill version or the films that they're in, not him as Superman, but the, the films. But I think he'll get the balance right. I think he'll make a good film and he's the best person to do it. And if this doesn't work, I say can DC for 50 years, but they won't. <laughs> I have a question Has Zack Snyder, apart from Dawn of the not Dawn of the Dead. Uh, he made that zombie movie um, in the mall. But apart from that, has Zack Snyder ever made a good film? That's a that's a real question. Um, Watchmen, I liked the 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 author of uh, the the author of the book hates it because it was it, he says it wasn't what it's about. But he's a real the the author's a, Alan Moore is a really odd odd guy, and he just wanted a. <laughs> But I like the film. It was, it was Dawn of the Dead, actually, and 300 was pretty good. Um, but other than that... Well, I think I think Man of Steel is a good film. I think it just it just dropped the ball at the end. And... Yeah, man, I, I have a different memory of that film, um, which is that it wasn't as good as... Maybe I was in a bad mood. It's one of those things, right, where you watch no, it one... It was... I might not be in the mood. Right, and I, I tell you what, I've done a couple of times when I've hated a film. I've gone back and watched it the next week. A couple of times I've done it. 
I don't hate the Flash, so this is a little bit different, but I've I've done it. I did it with Batman versus Superman. I, I almost shouted cough. You know, when that when they did that yeah. mum thing, I almost just shouted, get lost. I went back and watched it again. I enjoyed it more the second time because I knew the bad things that I was going to accept it. I knew they were coming. And I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy these other bits. And I'm glad I did that. And I did it with something. I can't remember what else I did it with. There was something else I did it with as well. Maybe that second Star Wars or something, the newer ones. I watched it again. And I was like, okay, I hate this this, and I hate that. But I enjoy this and this. So it's hard to go and rewatch, watch especially paying money to go and see it again when you, when you really don't like it. Yeah. But you can wait till it comes out on, online and stuff, you know, stream I mean, it for free later. I definitely wouldn't pay to see The Flash again. Just so you know, I mean, I know you were thinking about going back, and I might, but, but I, I won't. Like, I saw it in IMAX, so I paid, <laughs> I paid more than I have been. Well, to go to I saw, I, I, I only paid five of yeah. showcases knockoff version of IMAX, where there's just better sound. And what I will say is, the sound was fucking phenomenal. Like I can't complain about what it was, but I paid seventeen quid or whatever to go yeah, see I a film. Fifteen. I mean, what are we doing here? It's you know, they, they they just need to these these companies need to remember that quality presides over everything. And well, Marvel, well, the reason why they became so successful is the films were good for a long time. The first two phases were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they rushed it out the gate. They rushed all, but instead of taking their time and building it, they rushed they rushed that whole first five six years. And occasionally, yeah, you get a good one like a Suicide Squad two or. Um, but the, but the last year or so, everything's earned less and less money. Like it's bad, it's really bad. And you know, Blue Beetle's probably going to flop, and Aquaman's is definitely going to flop. So the executives now are just like this, just waiting for the bad charts to come in. Like I feel like Blue Beetle might be given an unfair run. Uh, I think it looks good. We'll have to see at the time, right? Because the Flash, the Flash trailer looked really good. Um, so it could. Well, I, I, I don't think, I don't think. The Flash trailer looked amazing. The film didn't live up to it, but I I don't think it it's not as bad as something like Black Adam to me. It's anywhere near that bad. It's still pretty good, oh. but there's just too it's too much going on, and they didn't focus on the right things. In Black Adam, the acting was bad. The script was just terrible. But that stupid kid running around for no reason. What? You know when he goes to the kid's apartment and walks through the wall. Oh yeah, that's when I turned it off. <laughs> it just had nothing to it. Nothing. And The Rock was trying his best to, like, you know, be this... I don't know what he was trying to be, but it just... I just hated it. Well, he, he, was try, he was trying to be a, a studio executive, and he's tanked an entire studio, is what he's done. Well done. It's mean, not just him. It's not just on him, this DC, but he had a big influence on why <laughs> things are going in the direction they're going in. And it might work out good in the end with these gun films, so... Well, we can hope so, but yeah, I maybe think, maybe he was yeah, an agent. Yeah, hopefully it's coming to the. I mean, it's coming to the end of the series, so maybe hopefully we get something better. But uh, if we're going to give scores though to the Flash, what are you saying? Uh, it's 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 tough. It's not. I can't remember what we've given other stuff as well. It's not. I would have hoped it would have been like an 8.6, 8.4 for me, but it's not. I, it's, I think the way it is in the moment and how convoluted it is, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like a 6.8. Okay. So... I tried, to, I tried to give it a 7. I tried to give it a 7. And that's mainly because of the convolution of it. If, if, if they'd have, you know, focused on the better bits a little bit more, it probably would have got 7 point something. Yeah, I mean, so when I came out of the cinema yesterday... Um, 
I kind of like I had in my head that it was a 6.8 as well, or 6.9. But on reflection, a day later, after thinking about those potholes and all the other things that went along with it, <laughs> I'm going to go with a 6.2. All right, that's fair. That's fair. It's not not miles apart, but yeah, I'm at the higher end of the 60. But yeah, I, I, and I think at some point, maybe after a year or something, we should look back at some of these scores and see if we have changed our minds as well. Because I, yeah, I think I, I might be a little fairer to some of the others, and some of the others I might be like, nah, it is bad. <laughs> it was. I tried to find something good in it at the time. Um, I mean, one. I think. I think. So I was severely disappointed in that film. So I mean. Actually, I've probably just got scored the flash higher than Renfield, haven't I? Which I can't remember. I've got a no, I haven't got. A... I, I need to put the scores in this spreadsheet. I need to go back and find the scores. But I mean, that. Do you know what though? That's difficult. But I had no, I had, I had no expectations for Renfield, but none. You did, but I did, and I was disappointed. I so. just thought it's going to be, it's going to be a bit of fun with Cage in it, and that's what I got. And maybe that's why I liked it before. I didn't expect anything. But then, you know, that, that film with Nicolas Cage playing himself with Pedro Pascal and stuff like that, I, I absolutely love that film. I thought... I, haven't, I still haven't seen it. You, you need to. That's, that's a great... Yeah, I know. Film. I know. Because um, I, I watched well, the one you recommended with the uh, the, the fucking animatronic things. Only one swear. Do you know what? I didn't finish watching it in the end, but it was... I really want to see that. No, because I, I fell asleep, right? I just put it on at night, fell asleep. was like, I'll get back to that. And then a week goes by and you've done other shit. And I was like, oh, I can't go back into that now. But I really want to see that. That was ridiculous. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Movie. It's just fun. Yeah. yeah. That's what and you I want from him. Just stupid, stupid stuff with violence in it. But I watched Pig with Nicolas Cage. Have you seen that? Where he hunts no. his pig? No. I mean, it was a bit of a nothing kind of film overall. But Cage is at his best, you know, like when he's being actually a good actor. Um <clears throat> It's an absurd storyline, and I mean absurd. But Cage is great in it, and it's—I think he's one of those guys where—and we're probably talking about this because we can't give spoilers. But you know, Cage is coming back, having a bit of a renaissance, right? Um, and it's—it's it's good to see because he is that guy who can make a film better. And I think in Renfield, the problems weren't Cage or Holt or anything else. It was just all the other stuff that kind of like made that not good but i mean we're not going to talk about Renfield now because obviously we've done a whole podcast on that but i just think yeah go watch it i i, I just want to mention though that in the last couple of weeks i also so i watched fast x which is one of the biggest pieces of shits i've ever seen mm. in the history of cinema i will go as far as to say the worst film i've ever seen and that's tough i think i gave it a 0.8 on my thoughts of the day, and it might even be—I might even review that to be lower if uh, we talk about it again. But it, it had no redeeming features. But anyway, a film that I did watch—I don't know if you've seen it, Extraction Two, that was on Netflix—that no. came out no. on the sixteenth of June. So I don't know if you've seen Extraction One. No. Do I need to see that? Chris Hemsworth. Who obviously? Oh, I see. I saw, I saw. I saw. I saw a trailer for it. I did see a trailer. Listen, if you like John Wick, watch these films. Is it John Wick? 100% no. Is it good and action is outrageous? 100%. All right, I'll give it a go. I would would definitely go and watch that. I'll watch watch both of them. 
Yeah, feed me. The first one's really good. The second one, um, oh, the second one kind of now delves off into the realm of more ridiculous. And I don't think the action sequences were quite as good as the first one, but there is a one shot in it that is very good. And it, it doesn't compete with John Wick's one shot with the fire shot going on. It doesn't, doesn't compete with that. Like I made love to that scene and it doesn't compete with that at all. But I would say 100% that Extraction 2, I give it a solid 7. And if people want to see that, it's just a Netflix film, easy to fucking pop on, pause it, go for a piss. You know, it's not like you're in the cinema stuck and doing whatever. It's just fun. It's a yarn. It's bullshit. And the woman that's in it with him is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life as well. And she's also kicking ass in it. And Chris Hemsworth is one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. And he's, you know, kicking ass in it. It's... It's what you expect from a Hollywood bullshit thing. It's great action, limited story, and beautiful people, you know, doing what they need to do. So if you want a Hollywood tale, girl, that's the one you need to go and watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get into both of them hopefully this week as well. I should be able to free up some time at the weekend and get into some of them. But yeah, we'll always do this. We'll talk about the movie we're going to talk about for a while, and then we'll talk about a load of other stuff. So, and we didn't even ask you to subscribe earlier, so if you, if you have this far... I'll make a thing come yeah. up, and you can do that as well. And uh, oh, we've got um, we've got some big movies coming out Oppenheimer next month, I think. Um, and that's all I can remember. So we'll see you. So there's Transformers Seven. I, I haven't seen the last one. I, I think I've only seen four Transformers. Well, I don't think I've seen five or six. Yeah, I did, I saw four. Um, didn't watch the other two. So anyway. Enough about that. There's also Mission Impossible 7, which we're both excited for. Yes. Uh, and there is... Now, there's a film out of the cinema at the moment. And I don't know whether... I think we should go and see it because it's going to be awful. But there's a reason why we should see it, and it should be a commentary on social, you know, social aspects of the world right now. It's a film called No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. And it is where she is employed by a young boy's parents. He's nineteen, so Jennifer so I've, seen, I've seen, I've seen the trailer. Yeah, she is employed to basically bone their son. Yeah. Now, Good, great parenting. Great parenting. Obviously, an absurd R-rated comedy, right? Americans will go yeah. wild for this idea of absurdity. But imagine, just imagine. If that was the other way around, yeah, yeah, I did think oh. I've seen the trailer about three times now, and every time I think, oh, hmm. but even even, so even this, even this, I haven't had any uproar about this. I mean, I would still expect to hear it these days. I don't think you've heard any uproar because I don't think anyone's been to watch it. I think it's that bad. I mean. I've always thought James Lawrence is overrated. Anyway, I, I don't. Well, I've like I like her in a few films. I like her in American Hustle so, and the. Was it? Uh, I'm going to get confused. Was it Winter's Bone the first one she was in? Yeah, that was a good film. That was yeah. There was film. a bunch of really good little independent films around then as well. Yeah, there was. I think there was Wind River around that time as well with Jeremy Renner, which was a. Phenomenal there's one. Too. There's there's one with one of the Olsons uh, about cults. Like the girl who gets out of a cult. It's really good. Like Mary, Martha, May, oh, yeah, Ma yeah. Maylene or something. That was good. I think I did watch that, but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just think Jennifer Lawrence is a bit shit. Um, I'm a fan. You what? I, I like, I like, I've liked from the stuff that I've seen her in, but I've not, you know, I did actually. Was she in um, Hunger Games and that? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I haven't seen. I watched. I only watched one of those recently, and I, I was like, ah. Silver Lines Playbook was a good movie, but that was more Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro making that watchable, not her. She was a bit annoying with it. Oh, what's that film? What was it called? Mother. Did you see Mother? Yes. It was this art house bullshit one shot looping fucking. It was a disgrace. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't see that then. I saw, I saw the one. Was it Mama? I saw yeah. <laughs> a horror film. Oh, Mama! Yeah, Mama was hilarious. <laughs> but um, Oppenheimer. Going back to that, I heard someone recently say it's basically a horror film. It it's like this whole idea, you know, like the first bit of it is obviously talking about what happened with Oppenheimer, and then. It becomes a horror film because it's so dark. The tone of what they've done to the earth, essentially, what they've created. Um, yeah, yeah, I've heard. I've heard I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited as well. It's, I, I love Nolan in general, and it, it, from what he seems to have done, the effort they put in just to make this explosion look real as well. Let him talk about that. So yeah, I don't want to hear too much more about it. I just want to go and enjoy it, probably in IMAX, and then because um, I think the sound design is going to be really good in that. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Especially, yeah, probably. especially with the explosion, right? So, IMAX, yeah, yeah. So I'm go- I've never been to an IMAX. This is a true story. Never been. Don't know why, but I'll go and see that in the IMAX for definite. And uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple. And um, yeah, I, I'd be tempted with um, Mission Impossible as well, but maybe not. But definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Anyway, Carl, let's wrap. There we go. And, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Subscribe, um, like, definitely do that. Do what share, you comment, yeah, do all the stuff. Agreed. And, uh, Is that it? Waving goodbye for the listeners. All right. I wasn't wasn't looking at the screen. I'll wave goodbye as well. And we'll see we'll see you much sooner than the gap was between this one and the last one. Life got in the way, everyone. So calm down. Rolled and fun. see you later. Bye bye. <laughs>